Are you not to be bothered with preseason or too busy to watch ESPN during the day? Well, we have good news for you. We got all your fantasy football needs here at Daydreamer Media on Twitch at twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. All the stuff, great times, good people, fantasy news, updates, everything. And we also record a podcast, which starts right now. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. The voice you heard off the top of the show was Keone and Ryan is here with me. What up, y'all? good. Hello there. We finally got uh, preseason football. I don't know if you guys watched it. Did you guys watch any of the preseason games? Yeah, I did. I watched the Eagles versus Ravens. Saw a little bit of the Eagles backfield. Hmm. Okay. I'll feel you. Keone, preseason. Oh. Telling you guys that now. I'm on it. Campaign's getting cut, man. I, it, uh, I'm off him in fantasy, that's for sure. Mm. Swiftly good, though. Yeah. Jude can ran over somebody. He doesn't miss. Um, I saw Alvin Kamara, funny enough, run, like running pretty well. Mm. And then I saw the clip of the kicker making the you know game-winning field goal. Um, but I was fairly busy this weekend, so not had much opportunity, just kind of like the highlights from games. Uh, yeah, I watched some highlights and stuff here and there, but not a whole Me lot. Too. Me yeah. too. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's get into some news. Uh, speaking of Alvin Kamara, Keone, he has been suspended for three games. So let's talk about this. You saw him play in preseason now, but we know he's suspended for three games. How do you go about dealing with this situation? I mean, it drops him in like in rankings a bit and you should maybe you can maybe wait on him a little bit but that's three games so then he has at least 13 to 14 games you know left to play in the season so that's still a good amount you know a lot of players will be injured for the same amount of games in a season so saying he doesn't get injured that's a pretty full season for Kamara still so and he looked good so um as long as he can you know get his off the stuff off the field stuff taken care of. Um, I think he's still a decent running back. So I have him at RB 24 right now. I'm okay with the three game suspensions, whatever. I do think Jamal Williams, if you do like zero RB could be a guy go afterwards, knowing that you're going to get three game, you know, where he's going to be the main back, the other back, the rookie, I think they had Kendra Miller. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks because it's sprained knee. So he won't really matter. Uh, but I do like cream hunt overall in the season. I think Derek Carr bring, actually passes in the ball. I think this offense could be good. I think the saints, cream hunt. sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Derek Carr should, can pass, uh, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Alvin Kamara the ball. Um, yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> they just like, see, they were trying to sign cream hunt, you know, bring it all in, bring it full circle. Yeah. yeah. But no stop rambling now. Done. I like, Did I miss some breaking news here? No, 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 no. But I think Derek Carr gets his, the offense back on track. I'm really high on Chris Olave. Alvin Kamara get the ball. At least pass so many more. Jamal Williams is going to be a, a red zone threat, but Alvin Kamara is just so much better than him. So. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is Alvin Kamara is the better player. So we all have him right around the same spot. I have him the highest at 21, and Ryan has him the lowest at 24. So uh, literally yeah. right, right all around the same spot. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts signed Kenyon Drake. And yeah, means really nothing except for maybe they're a little afraid Jonathan Taylor won't fully show up. Well, he's been excused. You saw that? Yeah, he re- so yeah. he returned to camp, um, but re- remained on the pup and then got excused. So yeah, he was hmm. excused because some personal matter. Yeah, so there's a chance he's going to keep falling down my rankings. Yeah, right, I moved him down once. I, I've moved him down a little bit now. I mean. Just getting those reps in at practice does matter a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and them showing that, hey, we feel like we need to go get another guy in this backfield uh, kind of kind of says something to me. I agree. Uh, you know, Benjamin ruptured his Achilles. Nah. Lions. I mean, okay, I was just, is a rupture worse than a tear? Like, it sounds worse, but is oh, it like, yeah. is actually worse? Like, is there, you know, in the, in the tears of, of injury? I I'll think when to, you say you ruptured something, I do think it is worth. I, I think it is too, me. but I, it sounds I, like it exploded. It sounds like a lot more than sure, just yeah, a tear. Yeah. Okay, okay, just just double checking. So there is a difference, and there's a reason why doctors say different things. Um, I just don't have that knowledge. Fair enough. I know it's just really bad, and he's going to miss the whole season. So. Oof. Um, real quick, ruptures are often associated with obvious deformities, such as a tendon rolling up with an audible pop. While tears can sometimes be more subtle and may only be associated with some pain. Well, there you go. Thank so. you, producer Ian. Yeah. Rupture, full thing. Tear. Okay. Uh, Lions sign quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. His dreadfulness returns. The big 5 That's what he. That's what he wanted his number to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, Zach Ertz was cleared for football activity is on track to start week one. Uh-huh. So, so that whole discussion of hey, what have you guys heard about Zach Ertz from yeah. last week? Thrown out the window. We know now. Exactly. My rankings don't look as ridiculous now. <laughs> I can predict. <laughs> uh JK Dobbins was activated off the pup, returned to practice, moving forward in the right direction there for him. Uh Ezekiel Elliott. He signed a one year deal, landed with the New England Patriots. Right, how you feeling about this signing? Well, I think I kind of knew that Zeke was going to sign somewhere where he could be kind of fancy relevant. They'll use him in the red zone. He's a good pass blocker. I think this is not a 1A, 1B. It's a 1-2. to two. Zeke's a clear number two. Stevenson's a clear number one. More talented, more juice. He'll still be used quite often. I still have him as a top 10 back. I still love him. I'm hoping this maybe drops him down even a little bit more. Uh during drafts and I can scoop them up in the third more often. Oh, but I probably won't. Um, Zeke to me is no more than a handcuffed. I don't think he has like true, true fancy value, but he'll have some games where he scored two rushing touchdowns. Two words. LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to be LeGarrette Blunt with 18 touchdowns. His offense is not crazy, <laughs> but he, I think he will get red zone work. He's going to take a couple of uh, rushing touchdowns away from Ramondre. Fell a little bit in my rankings. I'm, I'm right around the same, thinking the same as Ryan. Uh, Dalvin Cook, he signed a one year deal with to join the Jets. Keone, how are you feeling about this? Uh, there, bigger news, huh? This is because he's a he's a bigger. Let's be honest, he's a bigger deal than Zeke Elliott. Um, he's got you know he's not had less or fewer and fewer rushing yards per uh, per game each year of his career. Um, and you know with Brees Hall still kind of like even though he should be coming back, you know there's that injury aspect of like okay maybe ease him into the season. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, on is, track to start or to to play week one. 
Okay. Still, it's, you know, an injury, like that's like say, ease him in. Exactly. You have Dalvin cook. Why, why risk it? You know, you know, use him how as, as much as you need Brees hall, but I think you can rely on Dalvin cook. Um, if depending on how Brees hall looks and regardless of how Brees hall looks, I think Dalvin cook is a solid running back to bring in and, you know, lead at least for the first few games. And then throughout the season as kind of a, a guy who can get, you know, um, depending on how Brees Hall does, you know, maybe half as many uh, carries a game or who knows, maybe they might split it evenly, but still it's a, it's a big deal and they're preparing themselves for the Super Bowl, And so there's kind of no excuse if they like they're removing their excuses for not getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think uh, Brees Hall starts slow. Dalvin cook starts hot and then it switches at some point in the season. It's, I mean, maybe it's a slow gradual switch or maybe it's just one week just boom all of a sudden Bruce is the guy mm-hmm. and um I think he'll be the more fantasy relevant one or or have more fantasy points at the end of the season whether it's more fantasy relevant week to week uh, who knows this is going to be a crazy backfield two really good players back there mm-hmm. um, yeah I think I'm not shying away from drafting either of those guys at this moment no both are good options yeah at the at the ADP All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move into some sleepers. Mr. Simon, bring me a dream. Uh, Who is a player that we don't have uh, posted in our rankings on our website that that could become fantasy relevant by the end of this season? I'll go first. I got George Pickens, wide receiver from the Pittsburgh Steelers. This man is an athlete. Just go watch his highlights and you'll see the talent is definitely there. He had the second most receiving yards on the Steelers last season on only a 15% target share. I think uh, his target share will go up this season without a a full season without Chase Claypool. Now Um, he led the team in receiving touchdowns. He's a big athletic guy and that doesn't change near the end zone. This guy makes incredible catches. Uh, he was the finished as a wide receiver 37 last year. So he's already in the mix of being a bi-week fill-in flex replacement type of guy. And, you know, another year in the system, another year for Kenny Pickett. I think Kenny Pickett is really the one holding him back from cracking that top 36 for sure. Um, yeah, George Pickens is just an incredible, incredible uh, football player, incredible wide receiver. So. Okay. I'm just, uh, I'll go with Tyler Algier, the running back in Atlanta. So we, you know, there's a lot of hype around Bijan Robinson, but let's not forget that Tyler Algier was a thousand yard runner last year. Now he only had four total touchdowns, but that's still in his rookie year. So that's the thousand yard season in your rookie year is a great way to start your NFL career. Um, now, yeah, besides Bijan joining the team and being projected as a top 10 running back. I think there's still room in this backfield for a guy like Algier, who's still really young again, going into his second year in the NFL. Um, I mean, old as hell, Corderell Patterson had eight touchdowns and nearly 700 yards last year. So Algier, I think has proven that he can, you know, if they give him the chance can do that. And this team likes to run. They had the most rushes last year with 559. And so I can easily see them continuing that because like Desmond Ritter, I don't think is going to change is going to be like that dramatic of a bump up in terms of like quarterback play, you know, we'll see. So they probably will still have to rely on the run game. So in theory that could 
be at least 200 attempts for both Bijan and Tyler Algier each. So with that comes yards and possibilities at the end zone. And so catch him in a later round, wait until he gets hot, because at one point or another in the season, that is going to happen with Tyler Algier. Those are both two great options. I really agree. Uh, And going with another year two guy, Sky Moore. Uh, He's a full-time slot guy in the coring reports. Uh, He's now the uh, receiver in two tight end sets. So the playtime will be there and so will opportunities. Juju and Hartman are both gone. So someone's got to take up the 135 targets. And I think Sky Moore can take the bulk of those. Uh, two main weeks when Juju was out, Sky Moore was main slot guy, 12 targets, 10 receptions. You get that type of volume in offense that has Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be the number one guy, but at wide receiver 36 in my rankings, I think he's a little bit too low. I'm, I think I'm going to move him up. He has a chance to break out and really win leagues. So, again, just high-scoring offense. No receiver. I mean, if MVS is lean target guy, I will jump in the pool midwinter. I don't care. I, I, I think Sky Moore is going to be the number one receiver on this team. I mean, could be any of them. That's part of the risk with him, but part of why he's a sleeper is he could go for those touchdowns. He's a, he's a great athlete. Another year in the system. I like it. All right, let's move on to some fantasy fights. So... It is running back week here at the Fantasy Daydreamers. Uh, so we got running backs to fight over. Uh, first up, we'll do me versus Keone. James Cook. Round one, fight. Let's see, Keone got him at 16. I have him at 32. Keone, why you got James Cook so high? Well, do you want to know who had the most rushing yards per carry last season at the running back position? That's I right. Do. I do, I know. It's Khalil Herbert with 5.7 yards per carry on 129 carries. You want to know who had the same amount? James Cook, 5.7 yards per carry, only 89 yards, or only 89 carries, but still 5.7 yards per carry. That shows a lot of like that he is efficient with the ball and with a year under his belt in this system and an off season. Hearing about his big bro, Dalvin James Cook, I think James Dalvin Cook is poised for a breakout season, hence the high number for my ranking. I mean, why not really? With his main competition in Devlin Singletary being gone off to Houston, he is the number one back on this team. I mean, his biggest adversary for attempts will likely be Josh Allen, but, you know, hopefully he throws the ball more. I don't see why he wouldn't. Um, and I think as the lead back, he can perform better than Singletary did last year, who finished as the RB 23 cook can get 200 carries. And even at five yards per carry, which is a far mark from his 5.7, uh, that's a thousand yard season. And you throw in six to seven rushing touchdowns, maybe 40 to 50 targets, which is what around what Singletary had last year and a receiving touchdown or two, he could be a solid RB two in fantasy. And in a breakout season. So that's why I have him at RB 16. It's the breakout year two, sophomore star power. Yeah. Fighting for it. I I feel you six to seven to eight touchdowns from James Cook would be amazing. Um, 200 carries would be amazing. I just don't see it happening. Finished as an RB 44 last season. Yeah. 5.7 yards a carry. Great. Does it happen again? Not a shot. 
I'm just not in on Cook this year. Uh, like I said, finished as a running back 44. He had three weeks, one, two, three weeks last season of 10 or more fantasy points. Only three weeks he scored more than 10, 10 fantasy points. He had, you say, six to seven touchdowns, Keone, this season. <laughs> he had 16 red zone touches, total touches, and only one touchdown. Josh Allen is that red zone back. And if he's not going to get the rushing touchdowns, it's going to be Damian Harris. There's not a shot that James Cook gets in the end zone eight times. Six, seven, eight. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Maybe I'm a little too low at 32. He could definitely bump up. I do think he does fill in that number uh, one role, but it's definitely going to be a 1A to 1B Damian Harris. They went and acquired Damian Harris in the offseason. Bigger guy, runs hard as well. I just don't see him going for 5.7 a carry again. The only reason he did that was he had such a little amount of touches. The more touches he gets, the lower that number comes. And I just don't see the touchdowns going up for him this year either. So. I like both your guys' points. I think that James Cook is really good, but I, you got a little generous. You went a little LeBron. Six, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. <laughs> Six sounds like, oh, shit, bro. I mean, Damian Harris and Josh and Josh Allen are going to take a lot of that red zone stuff. But I think James Cook could be very good. So I, I kind of agree with both you guys there. I have him in the middle. So that was a great argument by both of you guys. Ian, who do you think won the fight? Um, I think JJ had a little bit better of points. Um, the 5.7 yards per carry is the hardest thing to recreate. Um. It, yeah, like that's for any why running I g- back. gave him five, you know. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Still, <laughs> still I an mean, elite he's, level he's season. A really good back. And yeah. He has a chance to get five a carry, but that's only because he's going to touch the ball 130 times, not yeah. the 200 that you need him. I do, but yeah. I do think the passing game where it goes to his side. Go, uh, fair, fair. I think that's also why he had 5.7 last year is because when he was in, they were more in a passing set. And so, you know, give him a draw. 16 red zone touches. Six, yeah, yeah. That might go down zero. Josh, Josh Allen is going to be in the red that's zone. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it goes up very much. It's not Latavius Murray and Damon he, Harris. Like those guys are going to get in the red zone. Time, red zone. Yeah. Oh, he's but. got to score from at least ten out. Anytime they're inside yeah. the ten, it's it's going to go to a bigger guy. He did it twice last year. But again, I think the receptions and the tw- inside the twenties is all his. Between the twenties, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Between the twenties. All right. Next fight: me versus Ryan. J.K. Dobbins. Round two, fight. You want to take a break since you just talked, or do you want to talk again? I don't want to mess up your flow if you're in a groove. I'll talk again just because there's there's a lot more emotion to, to J.K. Dobbins for me. I got him at 15. Ryan got him at 21. He's going to be really good. Just came off the pup like we talked about on the news. Um, we watched J.K. Dobbins return last year, and he was still injured. He was literally running on one leg and he was breaking tackles and outrunning dudes. And the only reason he wasn't scoring touchdowns is because he was still hurt. Now, man, do you know if he's still going to be hurt or not? You don't, but he's, he's talented. He's a good running back. Yes. This offense is going to be throwing the ball more, but it's still going to be a run first team. I do think that JK Dobbins is going to be the RB one there. Um, the only thing stopping him is injury. I mean, they went and signed Melvin Gordon and they still got Gus Edwards. I mean, whenever they signed Melvin Gordon, I was like, Oh, they're not going to get no one else. They're not getting a Zeke. They're not getting a Dalvin cook. 
JK's got this role locked up. So, all right. All right. All right. It's time, guys. Everyone's fan favorite. Let's play a game. Cap or fact? Yeah, boy. Breaking it back out. Marlon Mack, that is last year, who was cut twice and didn't play a game till week 12, had the same amount of receptions as J.K. Dobbins had targets. Fact or cap? Fact? Fact. Yes. Marlon Mack had eight receptions and J.K. Dobbins had eight targets. All right. Next question. Fact or cap? Since 2019, no running back for the Ravens had had more rushing yards in a season than Lamar Jackson. Fact. Fact is right. Keone, two for two. Great job. If I gave out prizes, you'd get one. Hooray. Uh, Or you could give us a prize by taking off your hat. But, uh, (laughs) and I give you these two facts to show you that J.K. Dobbins ceiling is capped. Let's see. That was the captain there. You got that? The two facts and the cap. Ooh, boy, that was smooth. Okay. Uh, He doesn't have any pass catching upside. Lamar doesn't throw to running backs. The last three years, no running back has gotten the top five of targets for the Ravens. Two of the last three years, no running backs had more than 30 targets. And the Ravens didn't draft Zay Flowers and sign Odell for $15 million to start throwing to running backs. And I do respect that. You're right. Melvin Gordon isn't that good. But Gus Edward is pretty good. A guy who does average five yards a carry. And he's sharing the back row with Lamar. So who knows who gets the most touches? I do hope it's Dobbins. I do have him at 21. We're still only six, par- six spots apart. But J.K. Dobbins is the guy who's complaining about the money. He's coming out of the contract. He's on PUP. He, like you say, he just came off. The other guys have been practicing. I saw Melvin and Gus play in the preseason game. They're learning the new offense. They're ahead of the schedule. I just think that there's a chance that Gus Edward gets the first shot playing the Texans, who I think the Ravens are going to kill. If Gus, Gus Edwards, you know, dominates the first game, what's the point of giving J.K. Dobbins a big workload? That's the risk you take. I just, he's not a top 15 back for me. Does Gus Edwards ever stay healthy? You're going to have to give it to J.K. Dobbins. You can say the same thing about J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I I mean, I said it. That's why I'm not talking about injuries. I'm talking about what what they do. I've never said anything about injuries. They're both injured. It's the running back position. But the fact is that Lamar is the leading back. He's always going to be. And he doesn't throw to running backs. Okay. Both are very interesting arguments. I like J.J.'s point about Melvin Gordon and... I think we all like yeah. think Melvin Gordon's ass. So I also go like that point too. <laughs> I agreed with it. Um, <clears throat> We're splitting hairs here on J.K. Dobbins. We're not. Um, but I think one Ryan brought back a segment, and he had some clever wordplay. So prop for that. Play the audience right there. Yeah, <laughs> I know that, to that turn Keone on with the, yeah. the last one. Oh. Um, but I think for the actual like argument's sake, to be kind of in that realm of that like top RB two running back, you do need to catch, you need, you need to get targets and receptions because you can't just brute force your way to, you know, that level on just rushes alone. And so I think that for the, the biggest part in Ryan's argument makes him the winners, the, the target aspect in the catches. Well, you don't declare a winner. Ian does. Oh, um, I, that's who my winner is. There you, you can go. Only give your opinion. That's why well, he's game. Fair enough. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so on. sorry. You're supposed to be fair. If this was, was, you both had great arguments. If this was purely based off of your rankings, I agree with JJ Moore. I think he's going to finish closer to 15 than 21. But when you mentioned Marlon Mack, you sold me right there. (laughs) That, that is such good fucking stats right there. He only had, that's huge. Um, 
I, I think the argument was better for Ryan. I, I do think you, you scared me off JK Dobbins more than JJ, um, um, tried to win me over. So I would say Ryan won that one. It's hard to do two arguments. Yeah. Um, it's respect. It's respect. Yeah. 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 Uh, And I knew, I knew my JK Dobbins one, like seeing him all the way at 15. It's like, ah, yeah, I, this is more of a me ranking than it is a, uh, super, you know, you guys are also really statistical close. rating. You guys are still uh, really close. It's it's six spots. It's still it's we're arguing running back two versus running back two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Is we're we're so close. And J.K. Dobbins caught ninety percent of his passes last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he could also return to twenty four targets. Like I, you're right, he, he's just not going to ever be the receiving back because of Lamar. I think he could go up. From eight, though, <laughs> um, you're right. You're right. That's why. But that's why I kind of he had can to go definitely with that, get twelve. Yeah, 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 I, feel it, I was just it, saying, it three, game. Like, that's, <laughs> come on. I'm just telling you know though. Keone's biggest impact in that whole thing was telling me Clear Hobart needs to go up in my ranking. <laughs> I was like, oh man, number one. Oh shit. Yeah, it was an impressive stat. I'm like, damn. With a, that's and for 129 carries. Hey, J.K. You know, Dobbins also had 5.7. Just so, <laughs> oh. you know. <laughs> How many and, carries did he have? Too late. It's too late. He only played in eight games. He only played in eight games. That's why. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in 2020, six point. Ooh. Six yards carry. So just Dang. saying. Um, all right. Ryan wins that one. That'll be it for that segment. Let's move on to our next one. King Candy. The year 2016. It's a hot summer day and King Candy was doing nothing but chilling. See, Ryan started listening to Bob Marley, a lot of Bob Marley. And that just intensified his candy quest, the love of candy. But times were good. He had the day off, lots of tracks to listen to, and even more candy to consume. Hello, who this? Telephone call from JJ. It's lit. Uh, The biggest concert of the summer is happening tonight. We got to get tickets. Check the web. It's sold out, of course. They decided to head down to to the concert to at least be part of the vibes outside the venue. Tickets, tickets for sale. A scalper screams. The pregame is fun, but how much cooler would it be inside, says Kevin. (laughs) See, They had picked up 4,998 people that all didn't have tickets. Tickets, money, money or trade, tickets, I'll take anything. Ryan reaches in his pocket and pulls everything out. Five Twizzlers and two Snickers. The rest, it's all legend. And no one really knows the true story. But it's said that Ryan went and haggled with the man and got every single person a ticket to that concert. He even was able to keep a Twizzler for himself. He needs it to survive. The night was legendary and will forever be etched in the history books of King Candy. In this segment, we're going to give Ryan a fantasy player, and he's going to compare them rapid fire to the thing that he knows best, candy. After, we'll go back through the list and have Ryan explain each candy and his thoughts. Ryan, are you ready? Concert. That was a great time. (laughs) Do you remember what concert it was? Well, I can't tell you. It's <laughs> okay. Are you ready to do, go over this list? Yes. All right. Here we go. Gabe Davis. Oh, 
overrated but slept on. Uh, overrated but slept on. Yeah, I don't know. That's really hard. Uh, Orange Starburst. Deontay Johnson. Hershey Kiss. Khalil Herbert. Uh, Mystery Airheads. Darren Waller. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, hot tamales. Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, chocolate covered pretzels. Isaiah Pacheco. Hmm. Green Airhead. Derek Carr. Oh, man. Hey, remember I said that Kit Kat joke? Mm-hmm. And I said, like, there's multiple things like Kit Kat, whatever. He's yeah. on the Kit Kats for sure. Derek Carr is a Kit Kat, okay? Yeah. Uh, James Conner. Oh, James Conner. It's a story you always want to hear, but, oh, you know, uh, nerds. All right. Good job. Let's go over that list. Keone, you have that? I do. So for Gabe Davis, we got an orange Starburst. I love Starburst. I love the Bills. And then Gabe Davis could be really good. Okay. A little overrated. Mm. Anyone who ever picked that over pink and red, you lost your fucking mind. Oh, I got orange as number one. So Yeah, see? See? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Uh, Deontay Johnson as a Hershey's Kiss. No, just a plain. I like them, but, you know... I never buy them. They're all given to me. Mm. Mm. Okay. I like that. That's a good, that's a good choice. Khalil Herbert is a mystery airhead. Well, come on. You just said that thing. I'm kind of raising up the rankings. I don't know he is yet, <laughs> but you kind right. of, I like airheads a lot though. Okay. He used to be good as a kid. I used to love getting the mystery ones, mm. but well, I don't know when the last time I had an airhead was actually. So maybe Harris <laughs> is not an adult candy. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Darren Waller is a hot tamale. Hot tamales. Highly like them, but after a while, they hurt your heart. Mm. It's like you did. Okay. Okay. Michael Pittman Jr. are chocolate-covered pretzels. I always think they're really good when I get them. And now ask me how many times I've ever gotten them. Like how many I times have you gotten them? them? Like zero. Zero. But someone always buys them <laughs> around me. Okay. Someone buys okay. them around me. Every like, time I get them, they're good. So they're never good. That's what he's saying. Right. I got you. But like, but like, Michael Pittman had 99 receptions. That's pretty good. Who the fuck cared about those 99 receptions? Okay. Yeah, I, I liked it before your explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, uh, chocolate-covered pretzels, man. Like, like, what are you trying to be healthy? Like, what? Are you trying to be healthy here? What are well, we doing? Stop. Yeah. Just get chocolate. I, I do love me some chocolate-covered pretzels, though. Yeah, me really, too. Really they're really good. They're yeah, really that's good, the thing. Man. Whenever really someone good. else buys them, they're good. can be really good. It's just they're a little too expensive. Receptions didn't matter. They're a little too expensive as well. Anyways. True. Um, Isaiah Pacheco is a green airhead. Love to hear the difference between green and, green and mystery. Well, mystery is a whole different flavor. So they're both <laughs> running backs. I think Pacheco, Pacheco is also a guy who... Has a lot of upside and is could be very good in an offense that needs a number one back, to be honest. Yeah, McKinnon's what? Like they're over in his 30s. Clyde, they decline his fifth year option. Green, I think air, airheads to me are like running backs. So like red air, airheads, probably like CMC, like that type mm-hmm. of elite back. I love, everyone loves a red airhead. Blue is probably like someone in that mid tier. Okay. Like, Save it. Save it for the next episode. Ah, fair, fair, fair. Sorry. Um, I'm too excited to give him free ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Derek Carr is one of the Kit Kats. Mm. Someone else was a Kit Kat, right? Jacoby yes. Myers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Come on. <laughs> Come on. 
I nailed that shit perfect. And then our last one for this time, James Connor is just nerds. I like nerds. I really yeah. like James Connor. Okay. And that's all I got for that. Not I really nerds. wanted Isaiah Pacheco to be nerds. Mm. Just a lot of little hits at a time. His little feet just be going, bro. Mm, that's good. Like the nerds Halloween candy version yeah. that came in the smaller mm. ones. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's fair. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, that'll do it. And that'll do it for this episode of the Have Fantasy Day. Have more yet? No, no, we have not. Oh, I can't wait for what Minger shit I think of for him. Okay. <laughs> that'll do it for the podcast. We be just all tidy people. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to check out all of our rankings, go ahead and head over to our website, daydreamermedia.com. <laughs> you guys can check out all of our social media at FF Daydreamers. And of course, our Twitch, twitch.com slash Daydreamer Media. We do these recordings of the podcast live on Twitch. So come hang out with us and get these podcast recordings early. Uh, Wednesday nights, come hang out. It's a lot of fun, chilling. And yeah, that's a, that's a, that'll do it for us. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to tell your friends and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.